Nine years ago, when I limped into my first Al-Anon meeting, I was full of fear. I was nervous someone would recognize my car outside the building. I was reluctant to give my home phone number. I actually gave my mother's phone number. How sick was I? I was afraid people would find out where I lived. But I was more afraid not to go. To my great surprise, when I walked into that room, another doctor's wife was setting out books and pamphlets. And I went up to her and I said, because I'd been on nominating committees for other organizations, and I said to her, how in the world did they ever rope you into selling books? <laughs> and she turned to me in perfect Alanonese and said, it's a privilege to be of service. And right then I knew something very weird was going on here. That very weird thing was that extraordinary things were happening to very ordinary people. And this had been happening for over 40 years within walking distance of my house at the East County Daytime Al-Anon group. I think the longevity of that group was due to the fact that they had a strong tradition of service. They had delegates to world service. They had past delegates. They had DRs. They had convention chairs. And I want to tell you, as a newcomer, that much recovery scared me. I, didn't, I wasn't ready to tell my story to anybody. And I wasn't about to become an Alateen sponsor. I had taught in the ghettos of South Philly and Camden, New Jersey, but those Alateens were really scary to me. So we have choices in Al-Anon, and I sought a smaller, if not softer, easier group. New View Al-Anon of Spring Valley, California, also has a tradition of service, and it is unique in its study of the 12 concepts. When I first started going to meetings there, we opened every meeting with the 12 steps, the 12 traditions, the do's and don'ts, the three obstacles, and we would read one page each week from the 12 concepts of service, Al-Anon's best-kept secret. This was really annoying to me <laughs> as a newcomer because uh, I didn't want to spend that much time in the solution. I wanted to hop right in and start talking about my problem. But I continued to listen, and I got the message that Al-Anon, the Al-Anon Triangle has three sides, recovery through the steps, unity through the traditions, and service through the concepts, and that I needed the service more than the service needed me. I could continue to audit Al-Anon meetings, popping in here and there, listening, not listening, coming late, whatever, or I could volunteer to serve. Well, Concept 4 says participation is the key to harmony, and God knows I needed some harmony in my house. So I became the literature person for Newview. 
And, um, of course, I had to show up every Tuesday. My group counted on me. They trusted me. There was uh, one drawback. I had to go downtown to the San Diego Al-Anon office, and I was afraid someone would see my car parked outside that office, you know, because the whole world was looking to see what Jane was doing, right? But at least I didn't have to tell anybody my last name, and I didn't have to get on any Al-Anon mailing list. I kept coming back, going to more and more meetings, and adding more and more service commitments. And as I worked the steps, I returned to my church. It was very comforting to me each morning to go to church where I would see several other Al-Anons. And I felt a part of a spiritual community that I had missed for many, many years. One morning in church, a friend of mine was there crying. And this was the lady I had known for about 20 years. And for the first time, we spoke about the alcoholism in our homes. I put my friend in the car, took her to Newview, and she's been there ever since. That was my first one-on-one 12-step encounter. It has added a new dimension of honesty to that friendship that I really treasure. About the time my husband had his moment of clarity, Newview needed a new GR. And since gratitude is an action word, I volunteered for the job. My qualifications were two years in Al-Anon and a willingness to serve. I also had a decent car. <laughs> I wasn't afraid to drive 100 miles to the assembly in Fullerton on the Route 5 freeway. I was also no longer afraid to get my last name on an Al-Anon mailing list, and that was a biggie. Last year, a car full of GRs from our area was sideswiped on their way to the assembly in Fullerton. Some people say it was an alcohol-related accident because you know those ladies would not have been in that car had they not been related to alcoholics. <laughs> As a GR, I was introduced to Al-Anon World Service through the Southern California World Service Conference. At my first assembly, we voted to purchase headsets for translations for our Spanish community. There are so many people eager to do service in Southern California that we have more candidates than we need, and there are runoffs for the elections for delegates. When I was there, the names went into a hat, and they just picked a name, and we had our new delegate. It was something like the election of the Pope. It was just a God thing. I got a whole new circle of friends as a GR going to the district meetings, and I learned the meaning of that phrase, uh, seeking the company of winners instead of whiners. After four years, I had almost mastered this book, which was a different color at that time the Al-Anon Alateen Service Manual, which is a bargain at only $4. My only regret was that uh, when it came time to go to the regional service seminar, my group had raised the money to send the GR, but we already had plans to go to the convention in Hawaii. So that gal that I 12-stepped in church 
went in my place. Uh, in addition to uh, IDAA and the spring roundup in San Diego, as a couple, my husband and I always go to the annual Hawaii convention. How bad is that? <laughs> uh, by doing service at that convention, I've been able to put a face on the AFG of Hawaii, and it's very special. One year I was serving on a panel there with the past delegate from Hawaii and another lady. The other lady happened to come from my hometown on Long Island. <laughs> Talk about small world. And she shared with me that they now have an Al-Anon meeting in the church where I was married 38 years ago. When my term as GR ended, I was urged to stand for the San Diego AFG Service Board. The chief requirement for that is two years in Al-Anon and a willingness to serve. The candidates do not seek a specific position. It's kind of a God thing. You get elected and then... Somehow or other, the offices are distributed. I was lucky to get to be the historian nominations chair during Al-Anon's 50th anniversary year. I say I get to rather than have to do service, and I got to go through the San Diego archives. Going through them, I found some correspondence from a pre-Al-Anon friend, uh, a lady I knew who used to spout Al-Anon messages to me at a time that I was in. Well, she just spouted them to anybody within hearing distance, but I never let on that I, I needed to hear that message. Anyway, her son and daughter-in-law are here at IDAA. I also found a letter Lois W. wrote to someone in our area back in the 1950s suggesting that Al-Anons um, find something better to do than be secretaries for AA meetings. <laughs> and that was a kick. They say that your character defects come to the surface when you do service. The flip side of that is you can also discover talents. And going through the archives, I made a portable exhibit of the history of San Diego Al-Anon that went around from one anniversary meeting to another. Uh, my husband also does service. And when <laughs> early in recall, oh, that letter from Lois re reminded me that uh, we need to stay out of their business. And my husband and I had some commingling of service early in his recovery. He had volunteered to answer the AA phone after 9 o'clock at night. The calls from central office were going to be switched to our house in some magical fashion. Anyway, at 9 o'clock, the phone started to ring, and my husband wasn't home. So I answered the phone, Hello? And you hear, And they'd hang up. And then a few minutes later, the phone would ring, and I'd go, hello? Well, <laughs> after a few minutes of this, the AA office chair called to ask what the problem was. And I explained to her that the phone was ringing, but the people did not talk when I answered. And she said, well, you have to say 
AA Central. And I was very clear to tell her, I don't think so. This is my private line. I do have a life. (laughs) So fortunately, my husband found other ways of doing AA service. As the nomination chair for the San Diego AFG, I would hear from people all the time, you know, as soon as my life clears up, I'm going to get into service because that's really something I want to do. Well, we all know that's not the way it works. When that name was drawn out of the hat for the delegate from Southern California World Service, that was a man that whose license plate says tax man. And, you know, the World Service Conference is always held in April, and he didn't miss one. So there are ways of fixing your schedule. Um, I also was asked to take a panel out to the recovery group, uh, the recovery center where my husband got cured. Um, Service is very near and dear to my heart, and I take it very seriously. So I did a lot of preparation for this. I mean, can you imagine we're coming full circle, and I am going to be on the panel to this family group. So I got my panel together. We had a rendezvous all set. I had all my conference-approved literature. And the first time I went out to that place in the middle of the night, I almost ran out of gas. So I knew to get gas in my car because it's a twisting, mountainous road that leads to the Mexican border. Okay, I'm all set. I've got time to kill. My mother called. She had an emergency. Uh, apparently, she had won the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstake. And the letter had to be returned immediately, and she couldn't figure out where to put the stamps on it. So I figured, okay, I have some extra time. I'll drive the 15 miles east, west to my mother's house and get that stuff. So I got all the stuff, put it in the car, and I got in the car, and the check engine light came on. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And at about the same time, my service obligation clock started to tick, tick, tock, tick, tock. I'm supposed to be out there at 11 o'clock on the dot, tick, tock, tick, tock. I raced to the Subaru dealer, and I said, I can't talk to you. I can't stay. Just give me a rental car, and I'm out of here. So he gave me a rental car. I threw all the sweepstakes stuff in the car and drove home. Tick-tock, 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 tick-tock. I got home. I think, got to get that literature. Ran in the house. But first, I think, clear off the seats. I'm the driver. Put all the stuff in the trunk. Get in the car. In the house. Get the material. All this running around. Tick-tock, tick-tock. I had to take a rest stop. Go out to the car. Tick-tock, tick-tock cannot find the keys to the rental car. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Okay, they're all waiting for me at the rendezvous place. I'm the driver. They're all waiting for me to come. Tick-tock, tick-tock. The rendezvous place was that meeting that was in walking distance of my house. So I figured I'll jog to the rendezvous. Tick-tock, tick-tock. I thought... If I try to do this, I'm going to die in the process. Would I go to any lengths? I hitchhiked 
to the rendezvous place with my conference-approved literature, (laughs) where my sponsor was waiting in a car with no gas. (laughs) Tick-tock. I have to tell you, we had a happy ending. We did manage to get out to the recovery center on time, and everything worked out fine. This year I had another experience similar to that, but not quite so bad. I volunteered to be the chair of NewView, and the chair always has the key to the meeting as well as the literature person. So I showed up. Uh, I did not have the key from the past chair, and the literature person did not have the uh, did not show up. Now, you know it never rains in Southern California, but that day it was pouring. So we took a group conscience, and since my house was pretty close, I invited everyone to come to my house for the Al-Anon meeting. Now, remember, I didn't want anyone to know my last name or where I lived. Nineteen people caravaned to my house last January, We had the meeting in my living room. We had the babysitter and the kids in the family room. And we had left a message on the door of the meeting room saying, the meeting is at Jane's house, and here's the phone number if you need directions. Don't you know we had a newcomer? (laughs) That's progress, I think. Uh, I attended seven IDAA meetings before I had the nerve to come up to this podium. And I finally volunteered last year in Palm Palm Springs and felt a part of the Al-Anon program here in a new way for the first time. Uh, When my two years on the service board were up, I volunteered to work in the San Diego Al-Anon well, you call it information office. We just call it the AFG office. Uh, obviously, I was no longer afraid to be seen in the neighborhood. <laughs> I had always been interested in working there, but uh, I didn't think I was qualified. It was a great relief to me to find out that I didn't have to fix everybody that called the office. All they wanted was information about meeting times. And if they had any 12-step questions, I had a list of people that I could refer them to. Well, one day I was there, and I picked up the phone, and I recognized the voice. I knew it was the counselor from my son's old high school. And I thought to myself, do I need to make amends to this man? (laughs) How many times did I try to tell him how to do his job? (laughs) But then I thought, no. I will protect my anonymity and pray for him because they did make most of the curriculum changes I had suggested. And why had it taken him 20 years to call Alateen? (laughs) Uh, Working in that office uh, helps me to look at all the new literature. As I said, I highly recommend Al-Anon Alateen Service Manual that has a whole history of the concepts of service along with a lot of other good stuff. A gift to give to anybody you're sponsoring or for yourself is my journey in service where you can write down your service contributions. And, of course, 
when I got busy, I got better, which seems to be the craziest title. I don't know why anybody ever gave the book this name, because we all know we were plenty busy in our disease. I tried to bring a copy of the Paths to Recovery because they have the most complete study of the concepts in there, but they were sold out in the bookstore here, so that shows that people are interested. Uh, I also left some public outreach material on the table about service for the, at the home group and the open letter to the physician. You know, I am fortunate to have the free time to do service. My two sons are grown. I do not work outside the home, and I can commit to service. But there are many ways that you can do service in the home and really have complete anonymity. They're always looking for people to take 12-step calls in their homes. There's a lone member service where you can write to uh loan members, people who are either handicapped or unable to get to meetings. They have loan members all over the globe that are eager to have Al-Anon contact. Uh, you can write for the forum or any other Al-Anon publication. You can write a check to World Service or your local AFG office. But I think the supreme service is sponsorship. I think that is the most unselfish act, the most, the greatest gift we give each other. I've had two sponsors. My first sponsor was a double winner who uh, told me the facts about alcoholism when I really needed to hear them. My second sponsor has all kinds of uh, service experience at the group level and above, so I have not felt a need to have a service sponsor. For some reason, I usually end up sponsoring people who only want a sponsor in name only, which is very convenient because they don't call too much. <laughs> However, when they do, I always recommend they get more involved in service. Uh, I'm no longer afraid to be around long-time recovery because I know on any given day, even the long-timers are capable of the old behaviors. Uh, I'd like to close now by reading from I Got Busy, I Got Better, and it's called Paying a Debt. Years ago, Al-Anon gave me back my life. I continue to receive life-sustaining, life-enriching gifts by practicing the principles of this program. If somebody saved my life, I would feel indebted because Al-Anon is a fellowship I feel indebted to every member. More important, I know intrinsically that I owe something to Al-Anon for all the experience, strength, and hope I've been given so freely and so joyously. A short conference with my higher power confirms my intuition, and I respond not in words but in actions. There are many ways to show I... I can show my appreciation, make coffee, order literature for a group, write down my thoughts for a possible publication, be a group representative or an area coordinator, put an extra dollar in the basket, answer the information service for telephone, put up posters, deliver meeting schedules to facilities, introduce Al-Anon to professionals, 
oh, is that our duty here to introduce Al-Anon to professionals? I said we were going to end with the can-can, so everybody up. Everybody up, with your shoes or without. The last sentence of this says, I can, I can, I can, and I do. Follow me. Service is mine to do when I can, where I can, what I can, all I can. Everybody. Service is mine to do when I can, where I can, what I can, all I can. Thank you.